Hello and welcome to Empowered Podcast. We are on episode number seven. I'm Michael Abney. And I'm Marilyn Egan. And we are really uh, kind of pumped today because it's just Marilyn and I. Yes. <laughs> it's been a while since we've done it one has. alone. It has. It was the first one we didn't know what we were doing. We just said, we're going to talk and it's going gonna, it's gonna to be good. And It was fun. It was fun. Yeah. But um, I'm really, um, today we're going to be talking about creating your morning practice. So, yeah, what's a morning practice, Marilyn, to you? Exactly. For me, um, I started out very slowly creating a morning practice probably 15, 20 years ago um, when things were chaotic and crazy in my life, and I didn't realize it. Um, until one day everything hits you and challenges come up. And probably the first thing I did to really make myself feel good for the rest of the day was um, drawing cards. Okay. And then by drawing those cards, I got a message. I'm like, oh, well, that feels really good. If I can, talk, if I can think about this, pull myself back to this thought all day long, and it did make such a huge difference. So then as I drew cards, I'm like, oh, well, I want to sit with this for a little bit and think about it and really feel what this card is saying. And I got so, that's what I had to do every morning, no matter how crazy it was with the kids. I'm a mom of four and my husband always left for work really early. So it was me getting all of them out the door. And um, that was the last thing I did was do my little card. Now mm-hmm. it's hugely changed. <laughs> I, um, but I still, I have a routine. And honestly, the first thing I have to do is feed my physical body with water. First okay. thing in the morning. So let's let's talk about this just a little bit. So okay. why? Like, I want people to understand like why. Because for me, it was the why that shifted it. Okay. Be- yeah, Absolutely. so I'm going to hear, hear what your why is, like why that was important to you. What was it that sparked uh, you to say, okay, I'm going to start doing this morning thing. Right. It so changed, what was it for you? It changed my energy for the rest of the day. It gave me a good feeling that I could hold on to, which, as we know, it's vibrational frequency. It yeah. raised my vibrational frequency, and it helped me feel better throughout the rest of the day. And you could feel it. I could feel it. Yes, I could feel it all day long. When I first, um, I read a book, oh God, I don't know, like four or five years ago. Uh, it was called um, The Morning Practice or The Morning, oh, Morning Miracle. Morning oh, Miracle. okay. Morning Miracle, sorry. Um, and that was just about getting up earlier and it was, you know, getting the things done, getting your day set and meditation could be a part of it. Um, it was just a way of like setting your thinking for the day. I read that and I did that with a group of people that were reading the book with us. And it kind of hit, but after we got done with the book club, it kind of fell out. And then, um, you know, I try to meditate in the morning and sometimes it works, sometimes it didn't. And um, I started to, re- well, this this one concept um, came to me. I don't even know if it was in a book or somebody shared it in a seminar or something that I was watching or whatever. But basically it was the why was, so when you get up in the morning, yes. like you don't, this person said, you have to remember who you are. Yes. 
like you when you wake up in the morning you really are right (laughs) like you have to wake when you wake up like there's a moment that you literally do not know who you are it's before your feet hit the floor And then you, you, you go in the bathroom, you take care of yourself, you get some coffee, and you kind of like get all back in your body. And then it's like the program from the day before. It's like Groundhog's Day. It just yes. the same stuff <laughs> over and over and over again. So this person that was describing this was, and I was enthralled because I was like, I totally understand that. Yes. And he's like, if you ever want to break that chain, if you ever want to break that cycle, you have to insert something in that moment between you're getting up before you fully get back into the program, the, you know, the rat mm-hmm. and the, I call this like the rat and the wheel, get back on the wheel again and start the day all over again and just keep repeating over and over and over again. You have to have something that impacts that. Yes. And described this, you know, getting up, his was meditation, you know, he got up and we went into meditation and that did jar me. That did kind of wake me up. But it wasn't until I did this program with, um, his name is Donda Pani. I call him Dandy Pandy, but <laughs> <laughs> it's Donda Pani. And I, somebody I saw on YouTube that I was just like one of those things flipping through and it just popped on. And he was just this monk looking guy, had this really cool paint on his forehead with a dot. And I was, I was in, I was like, this guy knows something, right? So I listened to his, his podcast yes. and his videos on YouTube and I was hooked. I mean, like I knew he knew something. And so he has this on his website, he has this 12 week meditation course. And I did that. That was the thing that where it all sort of gelled and came together. And ever since I did that, I have consistently created a morning practice that I actually get up and do yes. without fail. And it, that has literally changed my life. And I'm, I'm, we're, I know we're going to talk about our, our practices that we do each other, but like that's where mine rooted in and came from. Yes, that. yes, I totally get that. Um, mine really started, the first person I heard talk about it was Carolyn Mace. Tell I don't know if you, Carolyn do. Mace is uh, the first energy teacher, medical intuitive that... I learned from more than 20 years ago. I mean, back when cassette tapes were the thing, I listened Mm -hmm. to her. And she talked about the importance of that because we have to take charge. We are responsible for our own energy and how we feel. And that's what really impacted me of realizing I can choose how I want to feel. I don't have to be stuck on that spinning wheel that we talk about, um, that I can choose what I want my day to look like and how I want to feel during the day. So she was my first teacher. And since then, I mean, it's been so many years ago, because my life has changed so many different ways, I've modified that Mm -hmm. as to really what my morning practice looks like. So what does it look like now? Okay, right now, um, first thing I have to do is I have to feed the body with water. And then I, I feel great. Then I sit down. Sometimes I use mala beads and use a mantra. I change how I get quiet and I meditate. It just depends where I'm at in that moment. But it's about sitting quiet and getting still, either using a mantra in my head, 
um, allowing my body to be still while I have a guided imagery. There's several different choices that I use um, to get that space going. It's also really important for me to um, connect with outside, with nature. So most mornings, it's still dark when I get up, and I love to step out, wrap in a blanket, connect with the moon. And if it's nice, sometimes I sit out there. Otherwise, I have my one chair in our bedroom that I use. So that's a part. That's something I wanted to to talk about too. Yes. Um, part of the the Dandapani course was it was really slow, mm-hmm. and it was developing a muscle. And if you've ever worked out before, you know oh, you yeah. don't go to the gym first day and you walk out Arnold Schwarzenegger. You know it doesn't happen yes. that way. It's a <laughs> It's, it's literally a practice. Yes. You know, people get stuck when they think they're doing something for, they're attached to the result of it. And if it doesn't show up, that's that way they quit. Mm-hmm. And that had happened to me over and over again and sort of built that muscle of, of quitting. Yeah. And that's why something would happen and knock me off. And I just, you know, I was, if I got back into it in a couple of weeks, that was great. But that, that inconsistency was what was causing me not to have the consistent results. So the thing that clicked with me with Dandapani was he was saying that you have to develop your will. You have yes. to develop your willpower. Mm-hmm. So when I get up in the morning, feet hit the floor, the very first thing that I do is I make my bed. That is an act, a conscious act of completing my sleep. Yes. So I'm, mm-hmm. every day I am practicing completing what I started. Yeah. So that was something that he instilled with me. Now I do that on other things all the way through, but that one thing right there, because when I'm making the bed, and the, the trick is, sorry, Dante Pani, I'm gonna give a little something away. <laughs> the trick is to make it a little bit better each day. I do have, it's crazy, it's just making a bed, but I literally do that. Even if it's just the pillow, just a little bit differently. It's something that has cemented over time. Just this automatic, it brings me right into joy. And then I go and I take a shower immediately after that. And I wash off all of the energy from the evening and the day before. So I'm completely cleansed out. I do have a little bit of water. Now I'm having celery juice because of cleaning out my liver. But yes. <laughs> that, yes. And then I, I have created... A meditation space yes. so it is I go in here every single day and I realize most people or some people may not have a room and that's this was just a back room that was you know a three season room that I just created this way um, but it's just like what you said it could be a chair in a room just as long as it's the same space the same chair every single day and that energy goes into that chair into that room and it just when I walk into my meditation room now, it just pulls me right in. I sit in my chair, I begin my meditation, whatever I'm doing that day, and I give myself freedom too. Sometimes I do, I love the Deepak ones. Yes, um, with I Oprah. like those too. They just started another 21 day today. Oh, love, but good. I constantly listen to those because I am in love with the mantras and the vibration of the mantras. That Sanskrit language, yes. I love that just too. Huge. Yes, I and love then that. that's 15 to 20 minutes, so I give myself an hour. That is my practice where I'm like, I go through all these routines. Now, depending on what I'm doing with my diet switches sometimes, and sometimes I do intermittent fasting, sometimes I don't. 
Um, the days that I do, I, I don't eat till later on, but if, if it's a day that I am eating in, in the morning, I will go in and then after I do this, then has had the greatest breakfast, I'm present, and then I start my day. Mm -hmm. I get that, I get that, but having four children and lots of people living in my house off and on throughout the years, if when I got really rigid, it didn't always work for me because then I would be frustrated if, it, if I wasn't able to do it in the order that I had planned. So that's why I have rearranged it so that it fits in my life and it works. It still allows me to feel what I need to feel. But I did used to have a room that was, uh, I had a treatment room because I do energy work full time and I had a room that I went in. And my kids, as they were growing up, they knew they only knocked on that door if it was an emergency. So, but we, but I usually did it at a time that they didn't, mm -hmm. that there wasn't emergencies, unless someone was ill or something like that. That was fine. But for the most part, I had to rearrange because I couldn't do um, my shower first. I needed to do the meditation first because I could shower when the kids mm -hmm. were up and get those things done. Yeah. So that was kind of how things have worked for me. Based well, that's on the, and we've heard this before when you and I have taught classes before, yes. and we do we do hear that about okay, I've got kids, they wake up right yes. with me. <laughs> I totally get it, a hundred percent. Yeah. And so the flexibility is huge. I'm even flexible with myself. It's just this one has evolved. The what I do now mm -hmm. has evolved to something that I love so much. It, it's got its own sort of um, vibration, its own side of vortex. Some kind of that, life for that, you, yeah. Yeah, but yeah, I understand that, that people you have. That's the whole point of today, and that's why we're talking today yes. about different aspects of it. It's not right. that you have to do a certain thing. Is that you're right. committed to connecting with yourself in the and morning the divine. First. Yes. Every morning. Every morning. Every morning in the beginning of the day. And um, it's interesting because now we have two grandchildren, our daughter and grandchildren living with us for a short time. And my six-year-old granddaughter came in the other morning. She peeked in the bedroom where my chair is. She's like, Mimi, what are you doing? Because she saw me sitting quietly in the chair. And I didn't let it bother me because my time was really, I mean, I felt really good at the time. I said, I'm meditating. And she just marched right in because that attracted her. She says, how? What do you have in your hands? I said, I've got some beads. And she looks at my shelf that's right next to my chair and she saw some stones. She picks up a stone and then she climbed up on my lap. She says, now what? And so I just kind of talked to, through to her through a little meditation. It was very simple and easy, but she sat so still. And this child doesn't sit still very often. And she loved it. And then she gets up and later in that morning, she told her mom, I just learned how to meditate for Mimi. And I saw white and yellow and blue. Oh my God. I'm like, oh, she didn't even tell me that. I didn't know that she was seeing those colors. Isn't that amazing? Because that means your energy is actually flowing all the way up through your chakras. Wow. Isn't that fun? So, and it, so that was easy. It broke my routine a little bit, but it didn't matter because it was so fulfilling to know that she was interested in it. What would you recommend for somebody that does have kids 
um, about, you know, if this is a possibility. Not that they're always going to be with you in, in your meditation practice, but, like, what about that? What about teaching kids how to meditate? Oh, like, what would think... you? What would be some advice that you would give or steps that you would take to start that? Yeah. Well, when my kids were younger, number one, I tried to get up what I knew would be earlier than a normal time for them and get a little bit of time in. But from there, if, like for her, when she came in the room, I just said, here, you know, sure, you can climb up on my lap. Yes, I'll help you with this. And it really felt good to both of us. So I think just teaching them little bits of, here's how it feels, or you want to sit beside me as I get quiet and see how that goes. And another thing my grandkids have learned is um, the cards that I talked about in the mm -hmm. beginning. I have cards that are theirs. They have their own little deck of cards each. And in the mornings, and they come in and they, they draw these cards. And the six-year-old needs help with me reading them to her. The 10-year-old has always liked adult cards <laughs> from the time she was little. So I talk to her about what those are too. And then we, we just sit quiet together for a little bit or we sit in a pose and um, just teaching them that they can change how they feel for the rest of the day. Yeah. They have that power to choose how they want to feel. That's, imagine teaching your kids that. Like, yeah. How much the whole of life would, would shift right. for a family. I wish I knew that at that age. Yeah. Well, <laughs> thank God we live in the age of Google. Because I just yes. Googled like how many, or how to teach children how to meditate. Oh, and great. literally 8,690,000 options popped up. So oh, fun. we're covered. <laughs> yes, we are. We are. Yes, whatever can work for you. I, I just suggest you do something that allows you to feel good. Get your few minutes of alone time and allow your child to understand what's going on. I love it. And yeah. uh, it's amazing. That's yeah. a cool thing to do. Yeah. Um, I also want to share just a little bit about, you know, because it's all, it's all nice and good to talk about this. Mm -hmm. But when it comes down to the nitty gritty, there's a thing about you actually have to do it. Yes. <laughs> Liz yes. Has, uh, you know, something sounds great. And it right. was like a concept for people. Oh, that's mm -hmm. a great idea. My life would be so great if I did that or this. And the reality is that's in that moment is just living as a concept. Right. And concepts live outside of ourselves. Yes. And that's never going to be, it has to connect with inside of ourselves right. before you're ever going to take action. Right. And for me, leaning into things Mm -hmm. Leaning into the idea, getting accustomed to it. That's why I love the Dandapani series so much because it yes. took 12 weeks to dive into the will and all the, then there's work. It just really dived in and you started to understand meditation from a completely different, different point level. of view. Mm -hmm. And one thing that I learned about changing a habit, and this is, you can take this to the bank. Mm -hmm. That um, three days, three weeks, and three months. Yes. So, Anybody can do anything for three days. Yes. Like, no kidding. If you can do this for three days, put it in your calendar, set the alarm, get excited about it for a week, like start to just lean into that. If you can do it for three days, 
you can do it for three weeks. Yes. And if you could do it for three weeks, you can do it for three months. Exactly. So there's something about that three days, three weeks, three months. It like it sets it, soft sets it, and then it's ingrained. It's ingrained yes. into our our psyche that it's this is what we're doing. So yes, it becomes a habit. It becomes a habit, and right. that's what this is about: is becoming a habit, not just to become a habit, not just to do it because of the benefits that it actually provides for. Like even today, like I literally asked to be surprised today. I asked for different things every morning. Fun. So the universe yes. when I see it. So mm -hmm. there was um, some money that was on my door when I, uh, coming back from an appointment, I saw it underneath my car. There was some little loose change there, a little gift. I was like, okay, that's a sign. And then I, to fulfill my goals financially for this year, I asked for one more client to show themselves and it it happened today yeah like by 11 o'clock so it's like asking for things it's just sort of um cements that loop so yes. it's like i know i'm the projector i'm projecting out my beliefs into the world and it's coming back and that's how it works like everything's from the inside out and then we see it when we come back so it just starts to reorganize the information and how we see it throughout the day that at the end of the day you're left empowered Yes. I, I want to give you another little perspective on, on what I do okay. also. My big piece is energy medicine exercises. I'm an energy medicine practitioner, and that is also a part of my morning practice that I never, ever miss because it helps us to take care of our energy field, which therefore takes care of our physical field, our emotional field, and can change everything about how we feel during the day. It gets the static out of the way, connects us to the earth, connects us to the divine, so that energy is moving through our body. And that's a huge key for me every single day. If, I, if my energy is stuck and not moving, then I don't feel well. So that's another piece, but it's the same thing. If you don't do it, it doesn't work. So that's all you have to do is, is do it. Yes. And my, that part that I do takes four and a half minutes every morning. Four we, and a half minutes. We should do a little video sometime where we yes. show exactly how to do, because I know exactly yes. what you're talking about. And yeah. I'm so happy that you said that because that's, you know, that's why yes. I'm working with you so much because you have this amazing connection to the energetic side of things. And I'm more of the how to work it out in your head sort of thing. Right. Yes. <laughs> so it's a good we plan. make a great pair. It, it yeah. is. Um, so telling somebody or sharing with somebody how to, how to start, like what would you recommend? Like how to actually begin it? Like what would be some first steps that somebody listening to this, they're ready to go, and they want to set themselves up for success? What would you say? I would say start with finding one thing. One thing that you do first for three days. Okay. Yeah. And then know that, oh, I did this for three days. Do I feel better? I do feel better. So then you can either add something to that and do both of them for three days. Mm -hmm. 
or you can it just depends on how you work inside or you can continue with that one thing till it's really really ingrained in your system then add to it but I think make it feel easy and simple and then take a look at, at what it's done to change you and how you feel through the day and then go from there yeah how about you I as the, the, it's a commitment it's something yes. that you've got it's like people change through being inspired or, or through inspiration or desperation right and if somebody's like every single time like no kidding it was I tr my major transformations in life happened from desperation because it's just like I am not doing this anymore right. and I had um, not what's the word I want to use sort of delved into it um, but it was like it was still wasn't connected to me it was something that other people were doing I just never really allowed it to come in like yeah. in retrospect I probably was scared of what I've scared of course. It a little bit yeah that I didn't really understand how it worked and I'm my mind I always want to know how things work that's why I like the ontological <laughs> side of uh, coaching and stuff but Figuring that out and just letting that go and seeing the synchronicities that happen and like how you could be, you know, just like coming here today, I saw somebody that I used to work with a long time ago walking on this, you know, yes. like the likelihood of her being right there when I was turning the corner and it was just like a great little connection and yeah, how you doing? That's our yes. every day now, isn't it? It is. Because, and it's all based on the energy. So whatever we choose to raise our vibrational frequency, whatever you're drawn to, like Michael thinks it, I feel it, that's what I do. Yeah. And it, no matter what it is, if it raises your frequency, all of these little miracles and little synchronicities show up. Yeah. Just but you got to be looking. Up. You have to be, be looking. looking. Yes. Be looking. And um, the other thing, too, is just the it's, it's if I could sh if I could have my feeling inside of me if I could bundle that up and let somebody know what that was like on the other side because I remember the other side of it when yes. I was like oh my god I'm spending an hour doing this is this going to do anything for my life those thoughts really do go through your head when you're starting starting this and right. um another thing that I want to add to for people about about thinking about starting it is not to think of it as doing it by yourself. You know, there are people that meditate right. every day on the planet. Be aware that you're connecting with those guys too as they're meditating and, and raising the vibration. You're connecting to all that energy of all the other people. That's why the 21-day meditation, I love it so much because yes. I know every morning there are millions of other people that are doing that same one with me. So I love that connection. And using our um, any type of support that you can get, whether that's a friend, a neighbor, somebody in your church, somebody in your network, um, on our Facebook page, there's people there that would support anybody in, in meditation in the group. Absolutely. Yeah. I just want to put Absolutely. that in there too. That I love that. There's a whole network of people that would. Well, that it's the energy community piece growing, yes. which is which is what we need right now in our world. So, and there are apps that show how many people are meditating on that app mm -hmm. at the same time across the whole world. It's yeah. not just in a certain community. Yeah. And that's very fun too. So that's the point. Right. It's connecting Ding. that we're stop thinking that we're separate. Right. And if we can stop thinking we're separate and connect with who we are, 
that just eliminates 99.9% of the stuff that we deal with every single day. Yes. It's all from that separation conversation that right. just... We not, all are yeah, connected. Yes, we, we are. Connected. We are. So oh, that's a perfect place to Yay, kind of thank stop you. for today. So if you guys have fun. any questions about anything that we talked about today or um, that you need any support, we're here. Just uh, send us a little message and we're happy to respond. Is there anything that you want to take away from today or recap for today? I think the big thing I want people to understand is that no matter what's going on in your life, you can find some little piece, some little part that will work for you to get started. And then once you get started, your your body, your energy will tell you how to keep growing naturally. Just take that one step and figure out what works for you. It doesn't have to be an hour. It doesn't have to be a certain amount of time. It can grow to whatever you want it to be. And we're here to support you in that. Yes. Absolutely. Yes. Thank Yay. you. Good morning practice. Yes.